loops. Oh no loops. Alright, one, two, one, two. What's up? Ladies, gentlemen, cats, rats, dogs, Manny Fresh. You are now tuned in once again to Own No Loops. This is a podcast where we talk about rap. <laughs> that's the tagline. That's the tagline. Uh, uh, my name is Marcus. I'm Gene. And this episode, we're going to discuss double albums in rap music. Uh, this is a topic, I think, that kind of came up in some previous episodes. We, 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 we talked about Ready to Die. We talked about... Uh, Wu-Tang Forever at one point. Yeah, yeah. And so it was like, well, why not do an episode about double albums as a a construct in rap music? And we're not going to go through all of the hip-hop double albums because there's actually a lot more than you actually would want to believe. Just go ahead and Google hip-hop double albums and you'll see that there's uh, quite a few. There's more than, than there deserves to be. There's more than there deserves to be. And, and we're also gonna be talking about um double cds so the first double album was actually uh fresh prince about 30 years ago so we're not gonna go back that far yeah that was um he's the dj i'm the rapper their uh second album that uh, came out in 88 yeah. um and you, you can't forget dj jazzy jeff of course um but um but yeah so that album that was technically the first double album in rap music so it, it was released as a double vinyl record but then when they brought it to CD, they actually they actually cut it down by mm-hmm. by about uh, thirteen minutes. Yeah. So so there there's several songs that that are that are trimmed, and then there's one song that's not actually that's not on the CD. So if if you want the full version of that album, you have to buy it on vinyl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To this day. Yeah, collector's item. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, so again, what we're doing is we're, we're talking strictly about double discs, not not double LPs. And so the the first official uh, double rap album was uh, Masterpiece. Uh, well, actually, no, the first was Jazz Jeff and Fresh Prince. But the first disc, the first double CD, not double album, was uh, Masterpiece Down South Hustlers uh, uh, Bouncing and Swinging compilation. What year was that? That's 95, October 95. Mm. And that's about an hour and 55 minutes long. Uh, but, but that's a compilation full of many different artists. That's not a like a solo record. Yeah, the first solo uh, uh, double disc for mass consumption, meaning one artist or one person, was Tupac. Was Tupac uh, Shakur? Yes. Uh, for All Eyes on Me at nine in nineteen ninety six on Death Row Records, a little bit after he got out of jail. Um, Big, big album. A lot of you probably own it. I know I own it. Um, so, do you want to start there? Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where we're going to start. So, we're going to talk about a few. We're going to talk about five. five and uh, All Eyes on Me will be one of them. Um, so, uh, I guess, uh, how do you want to do this? You want to go uh, song by song? No, or, uh, no ratios? I don't want to go, go song by song. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, check the notes. <laughs> always check the notes ah, okay. um so so yeah so all eyes on me dropped in dropped uh february 96 uh tupac was released from prison that the previous october 95 immediately went uh to the studio after he left prison to record this album was recorded in the matter of of, of weeks basically yeah you know it was a big deal because you know he he was in he was in prison for what nine months and and so the world was kind of and anticipating what he was going to do next. And he signed with Death Row, which was different. 
you know, Death Row at the time was like the biggest, biggest rap label in the world, full of controversy and hits. Yes, and yes, and so yes. him him signing with Death Row was a was a big deal. So there's a lot of a lot of anticipation, a lot of skept, a lot of uh, spectacle around the album. And so and then and when you add to that, it you know making it a a double disc. Like I think that's kind of why they made it a double disc. I think partially because it just adds to the spectacle and it makes the album more of an event. Um, well, you had that, and then you also had the fact that he was on the hook for that three-album deal, and this was going to count for two of them. Yeah, so absolutely. It was an advantage to him to get out of his uh, predicament to get those two knocked out, and then, of course, later on, he, he was able to get out of it within a year, but, you know. Um, so you did have those two that counted towards it, yep. and then, of course, it was something like we just stated that a solo artist had never done before. Yeah. Um, so, you know, lots of, lots of spectacle. So do you think that speaking on the, the two album out of the three album contract thing, do you feel like Tupac immediately wanted out of the deal? Cause he knew, he knew it was a whack deal. Or do you think like, what do you think was up with that? If I had to speculate, I would say, and you do. <laughs> cause I, I unfortunately can't ask him right. and sugar isn't going to tell me anything. No, he's not. Um, if, if I had to speculate, which of course I do, um, I would say that, um, he, uh, a Suge knew he had him in his corner, um, or cornered, I should say. Hmm. And, um, Big he probably, yeah, yeah. He probably would want to get out of that and do what he wanted to do afterwards, but also of course, wanted to get out there and uh, make some music for that record label because they were, you know, the hottest thing going at that moment. Yeah. Um, so uh, being able to do that, represent the West Coast, be on the opposite team from uh, Biggie and everybody on the East Coast, um, he probably felt it was the perfect situation um, and it would cater to whatever it was that he was going to proceed to do, which, of course, was this uh, album that we're speaking about here. Um, so I, I, I really don't know. I just think maybe he stated that he had been writing like crazy and yeah. had a, a bunch of things in a can. And, um, you know, as opposed to coming out with uh, two albums on the same day, which had been done in other forms of music before, he probably or the record label probably just said, Let's just go with a double album and uh, get it in one, you know, compartment and uh, have people pay this $25, $26 at one time. Is that what it was? I I forgot. Something like that. Like, if you went to a place that had $19.99, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be like the, the value version. If you were going to your typical record store and buying those CDs, oh. it, it would be well over twenty dollars. So you're saying that was like the Best Buy Circuit City price? Nineteen ninety nine. Uh, actually, you know what? I think that's something that they ended up doing for um, uh, Speaker Box Love Below later on okay. after it had been out for a little bit of time, okay. but. For a record like this, or album like this, I don't think they ever got to that point. I, I'm assuming. I think I remember correctly. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't yeah. remember. I, but, um, I mean, yeah, that was high school. But yeah, also, something that I, that I, that I read was that, um, according to Be Legit of The Click, uh, Tupac felt censored on uh, Me Against the World. Like, Me Against the World uh, supposedly was 
uh, an album that was basically put together by the label. Okay. Uh, and where, where where they kind of picked the the quote unquote most positive songs, mm. um, which you know I, I've only read read his account of that, but I kind of believe it. Um, yeah, I, I tend to believe that too. Um, especially when you're trying to market the artist and you're thinking maybe we could sell something, but at the same time we don't want him to lose appeal, you know, because he's already in jail. And yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was in prison for that album, so. Yeah, I think that's possible. And yeah. so perhaps he felt like unrestricted or unleashed on this album. That's that's a possible theory that I have. Yeah. But um anyway, so that's that's all lies on me. Uh let's talk about the uh the filler ratio. So the, the filler ratio is basically wait, 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 wait. we what? gotta state the facts here. We said nineteen ninety six. February thirteenth. Um, yes. Uh two hours and twelve minutes, a hundred and seven actually, excuse me, my math is bad. 132 minutes, mm-hmm. um, which is a lot of time. It's and a lot of minutes. Of course, you just see that with all of them. Um, and, uh, I mean, as far as the filler ratio, what did you come up with for your view? So, I, I, I picked out five tracks as filler, which accounts for about 26 minutes out of the 135, which would be a 20% filler ratio. <laughs> 20% percent. 20%. Ratio. So... And what were your five? My five. So one was a no more pain, because I just that that, that Devontae swing <laughs> track. I don't. It, it just felt, it just feels feels real lazy to me. It, it does. Th- that beat. The beat feels lazy to me. Okay. Um. It's just. It's just. I don't know. It's just mad sleepy. Like like it just reminds me of taking a nap or something. I don't know. <laughs> um. I came to bring A drunken nap, maybe. A drunken but, um, nap. But uh, and then um, I picked uh, what's your phone number, which is at the end. Oh, of, come on! At the end of disc one, which now, now, okay, now it, it's 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 a cheap sample of ninety three eleven, but still, I like the song. Okay, so yeah, th- that's that's the thing. Like like like, I think it's cool that they sampled the time and and Prince, but. It just, I don't know, it's just too quirky. Like, it just doesn't quite work. And it, 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 At first, I'll admit, when I first heard it, I didn't like it because it seemed like he was rhyming behind the beat, but it was yeah. more that he was rhyming with the bass line. Yeah. So, it, I didn't catch it at first, but then it grew on me. Okay. Especially the little chat at the end where he's talking to the girl. It was funny. Does the <laughs> does the bear take a shit in the woods and wipe his ass with a fucking yes! rabbit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that is a timeless conversation. I'll, 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 I'll agree with you there. But yeah, I just that that song doesn't work for me, man. All right. Um, and then uh, can't see me, which was one of two tracks produced by Dr. Dre. That's on my list. Um, and the reason why, and it's not a bad song. The reason why is because it sounds just like what's my name. Uh, 
was one of my tracks. Yeah, and, and to me, that's classic filler is, is when you have a song that sounds just like another song that either yep. that producer or that artist has done. Yep. That's, <laughs> um, so then after that, um, I chose Thug Passion. Um, that's which, on my list, too. Which is, it's just, again, okay. It's just, and one thing I noticed while re-listening to this album is that there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of somewhat obvious R&B samples on this record. A, a, lot, a lot of beats are like, are R&B interpolations. But now I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing necessarily. I just it's something I noticed. But I mean, in the mid to early '90s, wouldn't that be the trend at that time? Somewhat, I guess, because it's a double album, and so many of those songs are like that. It 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 bothers it, you. It, it it I would say it bothers me. It just strikes me. It it just it's something I noticed. Okay. Like something that I didn't think about when I when I first bought the album. Well, but Thug Passion was. But I, I think Thug Passion me. is one of the weaker ones. It, it, it was on there for that. me. It was like I liked the hook, but the actual parts in between the hook just did not work for me. Yeah. Yeah. So those are two of mine. So what else you got? Um, and then my last one was Picture Me Rolling, which again not a bad song, but it sounds way too much like Death Around the Corner from Me Against the World. Picture me rolling. Crossing the beans on ramps that is stolen. My dreams are sensing, my hopes are born. I'm like a bean that finally sees all that dope is gone. My nerves are sweat, heart beating, and my head's are swollen. Thinking of the cheese I've been hoping. Picture me rolling. When we were kids, we longed to see the death around the corner. With every respect, except you'll see the best. When we were kids, we longed to see the around the corner. Same producer as well. So, so it just sounds like he. It, was, it just sounds like an alternate take on that beat. That was on my keeper list, but I put an asterisk next to it, meaning that it barely made my keeper list. Right. It was like, right. uh, I gotta put it one way or another. I don't know. And I put "Picture Me Rolling" on my definite. It wasn't a strong definite. I had to put it one place or another. There was no third category. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. It's 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 ones and zeros. Yes. It's all binary. All yes. right. So. So what were your fillers? Well, I mentioned Can't See Me and Thug Passion. Yeah. Um, Holler at me. That hook was not that great. I like that song. I like the energy on that song. I, I like that it's, it's, it's a harder edge track, and uh, I just you know, and also it was, it was produced by Bobcat Bobcat Irving from uh, who you might remember from some some uh, LL Cool J joints mm. from uh, LA Posse. So yeah. I had to I had to give him a prop. But no, I I I actually do like that one. So. <laughs> when we ride, I did I I liked it, but I didn't like it enough to not put it in the pit. Okay. I should say I, I like that one too. I think it's the best of the. The posse cuts on this album, I would say. Checkout time had that two-minute ending uh, where they were just playing some singing and the instrumental, and I was just like, "What did Tupac like fall asleep?" Yeah, because it was just—I don't know—that ending was just like they were just stretching it out.
finished rapping at like 342 mm-hmm. and the song was like 531 or something and I was just like no no it's like a jam session at the end not even it was not just even like that. they were stretching it okay um run this- actually I'm sorry that, that that song check out time is four minutes 39 seconds long oh so okay. so I guess it's like 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 a one minute maybe well, yeah, probably. But it felt like two to you. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. That one, that's that. That one is a is a maybe for me. I mean, I it's it definitely. I don't call it filler, it, but it's it is a it's a song that I forget is on the album. Uh. Like if you ask me, if you ask me in in three days to 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 describe that song to you, I couldn't. Well, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's it's a song that I just kind of forget. But yeah. but but I don't dislike it. Okay. Okay. Well, um, so the last two for me were Run the Streets with Michelet uh-huh. and uh, Ain't Hard to Find. Um, Not to be confused with Heaven Ain't Hard to Find. Yeah, yeah. They they were really sleeping with those, ab- those song titles. Yeah, right next to each other. Yeah, Ain't Hard to Find was like a posse cut with E-40, um, pretty much the click. The click. And it, 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 it just Rich. seemed a little, it seemed a little lazy, like they didn't know what they really wanted to contribute to it and and it just didn't sound like a good strong posse cut especially with you know all the years behind um uh, uh, the collaboration. I was just thinking yeah. it was going to be stronger than that, but it really wasn't. And if you don't like this rhyme, then bring your big bad ass to California, because we ain't hard to find. Influenced by crime, addicted to grinding, I can bottle my chips. And niggas call me a time. I've been balling since my adolescent years, steady climbing. Check this Motherfuckers don't know nothing about no timing. <laughs> The funny thing about this album overall is that I heard it when it first came out, but a friend of mine, I guess, knew that I had gotten the album or maybe we were talking about it at the time. And he said, do not bother with that second disc. It is so shitty. Wow. And even though I had both discs and paid for both discs and years passed by, you took his advice. I took his advice and I did not listen to it until recently. And, you know, strangely enough, most of the songs that I kept are on the first disc. (laughs) So, so um, my ratio ended up being 32% that I'm taking out. So 68% is good. Mm. 15 of the 22 songs. How Um, many did you, did you put on your filler list? I put, if I'm counting correctly, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven songs, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so. Five. Yeah, seven songs had to go out of there. So, I mean, I think it was a fairly good ratio to say that it, I guess, overall was a good or great album. I could say that, but, um, you know that's a lot of songs, it's but you are figuring at twenty-two, seven, one third of the albums being taken out. Eh. Um, it would have been a really classic and strong, uh, long single disc. Yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, and, and so I actually did. Uh, like, like, like I, t- I took out additional songs to make it fit one disc. Oh. Um. So I would so in, in in addition to the five that I named, I would also take off uh, trading war stories. Uh, rather be I your like nigga. That. Well, again, again, this, this is to make it one disc. Okay, okay. So okay. like that didn't make my like I'm not calling that filler. I'm okay, just saying if I okay, had to tighten okay. it, right, I would get rid of that one. Um, rather be your nigga. Um, run the streets. Um, ain't hard to find. 
um, Only God Can Judge Me, uh, Checkout Time, and Scandalous. Well, I'm at 15 songs. I would figure they could fit that onto one disc if they needed for me to just take one out of what I said I was going to keep. Yeah. Um, I probably would take out um, uh, Picture Me Rolling. Okay. I would take that out, leave it at 14, call it a day, All Eyes on Me Classic. And he would come out with a better second album. And then, of course, Machiavelli and, you know. Yeah. But, you know, things didn't work out the way they, what we would have wanted. Them yeah. To. Yeah. Rest in peace, Tupac. Yes. Uh, if you haven't already listened to our episode where we where we reviewed uh, the movie All Eyes on Me. Yeah. And now the Tupac cipher is complete. <laughs> um, all right. So next. Where we want to go. Next, we're going with uh, an album that was released on June 3rd, 1997. Uh, this is Wu-Tang Forever. The Wu-Tang Clan. Clan. The Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> um, yeah, so this, this album was, well, so, so a, a lot of it was recorded in California. Ah. And, and and not in the dusty uh, basements of, of uh, or the project hallways of, of Staten Island. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this this album, this is definitely, I would say, one of the, you know, you hear all the time, high, highly anticipated. But this was really, I think this was definitely one of the most highly anticipated albums in hip hop history. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember, I remember, um, if, if so if you were buying the source back then, the source had an issue with the the big red with the, or the big red Wu Tang logo logo, and they uh, it actually came with a cassette like like a snippet cassette for for the for the album. Mm-hmm. It was like it, it was like a like in like a, a silver a shiny silver cardboard. But anyway, um, so yeah, the, there's a lot of, a lot of anticipation. I remember I had internet access at this time, so I was on the internet looking up shit. Um, yeah, the album is an hour and fifty two minutes long. Yes. So it's actually shorter, <laughs> a little shorter than All Eyes on Me. Yeah. Um, just under two hours. Um, so why would they make this a double album? I think. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I go with your theory. I, I got to the notes. I go with your theory about getting all ten members on, and you know, they definitely, um, as far as the critics said, they got good reviews for the solo tracks. They were able to actually have something like that. Um. Was it a matter of following a trend along with that? I don't know, but I think it definitely played into their hand to be able to have all 10 members. And, you know, they were also going through that whole rotation of solo albums, and I think they were getting through their first run. For the first round, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this would definitely set them up by extending the family and seeing what the second um, round would be. Um, This, of course, had been four years after their debut 36 chambers yeah yeah almost four years and um yeah like you said highly anticipated so where did you land with this one okay so for this album my uh my filler ratio is uh 16 percent so that means 18 minutes out of the 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 112 minutes i felt were filler uh which is pretty low 16 (laughs) percent is low hmm um this is an this is an album that has what twenty seven cuts on it, I believe. That's okay. right, yeah. and I, I think all all eyes on me also had twenty seven, I believe. Okay, but yeah, twenty seven cuts, and so I named, uh, I named four as songs as filler, and you can probably guess which ones. It's pretty <laughs> it's pretty obvious which songs I would say are filler. 
Like it's not it's not a, it's not hard to. to um, figure. I mean, I don't know. I I I could probably disagree with you on this, but okay. I I could. Yeah. I know one. Okay. Well, I, so so let's put it this way. Um, only one of those. Only one of the four is an actual rap song. <laughs> now you can probably figure out. Okay. Okay. Four. Well, I mean, I definitely knew before you said that the second coming was one. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. Uh, to keep his solo. Yeah. Takita was not the strongest vocalist in Wu Tang. I mean, you know, Blue Raspberry had the best voice out of their their singers. Takita was okay. She was kind of marginal. Um, you know, she could do a hook, but like a whole song was kind of. Also, why do you need a, a song on on Wu on Wu Tang Forever? It just doesn't fit at all. I, I I really think that they were trying to set her set, up. Set too. her up, yeah. Yeah, that that that's my assumption. Yeah. That that's probably the only assumption I could come up with. Yeah. But um yeah, that's one I could say I know. Okay. Um what are the other three you think? Jeez. Uh you said only one of them is a rap song? Yeah. Um Interludes count, by the way. Oh, okay. I was wondering what my number was off. I was like, what <laughs> What uh, uh Papa Wu? <laughs> the, the, the intro, yeah, yeah Wu Revolution. It's just it, it's it's seven minutes long, or damn near seven minutes long. And this just... is nineteen ninety ninety seven. <laughs> he did say ninety ninety seven. That's, that's very accurate. Um, um, yeah, Malcolm X, Malcolm X. Yeah, it's just I see what they were trying to do, but no, it was just it's. It's it's rambling. It's rambling for seven minutes. Also, uh, I think they set the album up to be something it's not. Like they 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 tried to say that Wu Tang was going to teach us. They were going to they were going to tell us why. Uh, I don't know why why the hood is fucked up. But they, they didn't quite do that. Whatever. It, uh, I mean, if you got there's songs, the there's there's songs, but I don't know. It's it's but it's it's just seven minutes long, and it's it's seven minutes too long. So I would scratch that. These things just took over me, just took over my whole body, so I can't even see no more. I'm calling my black woman a bitch. I'm calling my people's all kinds of things that they not. I'm lost, brother. Can you help me? Can you help me, brother? Please. I would also get rid of um uh the, the outro, which is just just uh, uh Raekwon talking. And then I would get rid of black shampoo. The I knew you were gonna say yeah, that. The, the you I got cut. You... Peppermint oil, body bath works. Come on, girl. Massage peppermint oil, shampoo and pears, cinnamon, aloe, natural for your hair. Soap, lavender, soap, coconut conditioning, honey lather, blood flowing, love listening, motion lotion, breeze over the ocean lovers, bath crystals, love sponge scrubbers, hot milk bath, steam shower rubbing, diesel splash, long loving. And <laughs> and, and and they could have said you they, they could have given you god a better 
a better solo uh, cut than that, man. I didn't mind that track so much. Yeah. And for me, the fact that they threw it at the end. So like basically, the last 11 minutes of the album are is filler to me. The last wow. 11 minutes. Oh, so you just sign off. Yeah, yeah, you're basically. Just, you're after, just gone, at, like, peace. Af, after heaters, I'm done with, with oh, this album. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, you know what? Black Shampoo, for me, I've gone back and forth on that. And there was a time that I did listen to it. Um, you know what? I, I, I have... I have to say that that would be in my definites. It's a weak definite, but it's in my definite. And Definite and to keep or definite to get rid of? Definitely keeping. Okay. Definitely right. keeping. Um, so you said you only had four? Yeah. Huh. Well, my four, and I did not include interludes, so I ended up with, uh, I guess that would be 22 tracks. Did I count that right? If If you named five. <laughs> while you're counting i I remember um i I still remember where i was when i bought this album like the day i bought this album i bought it i bought it the day it came out it was summer i was out of school already because i just graduated i just graduated high school so i so i think we got out like a week early because we were seniors Mm. and uh i was i remember mowing the lawn that morning and then borrowing my dad's my dad's uh uh minivan to go go to circuit city and buy it wow yeah okay Okay, okay. Um I I would say that I have Okay. So out of the 23 actual songs, I had 4 as well. Okay. All right. My 4 were also second coming. Yep. Thanks to Keitha, but you know. Um I my I have 3 rap songs. Okay, go ahead. Um the MGM. Mm. I and the only reason why I didn't put that in is because of the uh, the length of it. I wished it was longer. You wished it was longer. Okay. Yeah. I, I really could... wished it was longer. Yeah. Yeah. That beat is it's one of the more it's one of the dirtier beats on the record. It it, it sound it sounds more like like the that first round of Wu Tang than this one because this album really sort of kicked off a different sound for for RZA. It he was using less samples, more synthetics. Um. And so, but that, the, the MGM sounds like a dirty, a classic dirty Wu-Tang cut. Up in the MGM, coked up, sight. Six niggas walked in, flashing they gents, peace, aight. One dark skin nigga, 56 inch rope, wrapped around twice. Smashed the Gilligan boat with ice. They threw sign language. Ordered hot coffee with a Danish. Relax, whispered they rapping. Yeah, I, I, I wanted that to be long. I wanted that story to just really go deep. And right. I was just like, oh man. Yeah. And and I just don't bother myself with listening to it because I'm just like no because no, it just makes no. you too mad. It's a tease. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, Deadly melody. Hmm. Did not like it because um, uh, Master Killer's approach um, on that uh, opening verse just seemed a little awkward. He got into it after a while, but by that time I wasn't really into it. And then the beat was a little. Eh, it just didn't grab me. Yo, motherfuckers, halt. With my coat, 
start stomping. Thunder, strikes your land with a jolt. Your stamina level is low. Like currents from the vaults, a relentless punishment that multiplies. At a speed that the naked eye can't detect the infantry. Keep the weaponry as I bomb atomically. Stagnant, they stood surrounded and astounded by this total square mileage of violence that I brung. I've not yet begun to stung. It's the ethics, the rigorous training methods of the abbot. Insight oversees the opposition, penetrates and infiltrates, breaking down your resistance, leaving competition defenseless. Master, hip hop antagonizer, dumb, deaf, and blind civilizer with the And then my last of the four uh, was reunited, the opening track. After really? Bobby. Yeah, that 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 violin or whatever they had going on. Oh man! Yeah, I wasn't wow. feeling it. Wasn't yeah, no, it. I love that song, man. Yeah. I my only complaint about that song is I feel like Jizza tried to flow that didn't quite work on it. Like mm. he tried, he tried to do. I don't know, maybe the the beat just didn't. He didn't catch the beat properly. And Jizza is one of my favorite rappers, especially at that time. Mm-hmm. He was arguably my favorite MC, and I feel like that. He didn't. I. I don't know. Like his flow was, was a little was a little stilted on that song. Reunited, double LP, world excited, struck a match to the underground, industry ignited from metaphorical parables to fertilize the earth. Picking niggas cup, trying to burglarize the turf, scatting off soft ass beats. Them niggas rap happily, tragically that style deteriorate rapidly. Uncompleted missions, throwing your best known compositions. You couldn't add it up if you master addition. Where I come from, getting visuals, habitual. State, walking on hot coal and rituals. I splashed the paint on the wall, formed the mural. He took a look, saw the manifestation of it was plural. Rhyming while in pair, dart hit your garment, pierce your internals, streamlined compartments. Just consider the unparalleled advantage of a natural disaster. That's the but I still like, I still love that song. I wouldn't take it off. I wouldn't mm. get rid of it. Well, it's gone for me. Um, okay, <laughs> it's gone. And um, so as far as my like like songs, I would take off. Other songs I would take off to make a sync to make it a single disc. So I you'd have to lose thirty eight minutes total to to make it a single disc. I <laughs> I mean for me that I was at eighteen songs. Um, that would be tricky for me. Yeah, yeah, it was hard. It was it was hard to come up with to to lose thirty to shave thirty minute eight minutes off, including the interval. What did you end up doing? So what I ended up so in addition to the the four that I already named, I also would I get rid of uh of um. Uh, Older Gods. What? Again. What? In again, the entire fuck. Again, that is one of the better tracks on there. I I don't, <laughs> again, again, none of these songs, no, I, I don't dislike any of these songs I'm going to name. I don't dislike any of them. But, um, but I, <laughs> relax, <laughs> breathe, <laughs> breathe. Um, it, I Hand me the, the matches beat, the now. Beat, the beat is, is, um, I guess it's a little more sparse than the other records, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just, I don't know. I feel like it could have used a little something else to spice it up. But I don't dislike it at all, and I would not skip it. But Roll if, like if, a bat out of hell, evil acapella, fly splitting out of my oh. springtime colors. I know. I don't dislike it. I'm just saying. Um, if, if I have to trim thirty, if I have to make it, if I have to lose thirty eight minutes, that's that doesn't make the cut. Um, mm. Maria doesn't make the cut. Cash still rules doesn't make the cut. Mm, I don't know if I'm cutting that. Um, <laughs> Visions doesn't make the cut. Uh, uh, the the deck solo cut, the city doesn't make the cut. Mm. Um, and then projects was my last one. Again, you, all songs you, that I like. You cut off five songs to to make this. How many tracks now? No, this is this is this is five songs in addition 
to no this is six songs in addition to the four that i already named so you're taking your <coughs> oh yeah you took off you took off uh, interludes i had already taken off interludes okay so um i had the uh 23 tracks um so i probably would end up just taking off three and uh my three would probably be mm, it would be i guess black shampoo uh it would be um a better tomorrow and um i'd want to keep the city uh i probably would shoot for taking off um maybe uh bells of war mm. yeah okay yeah that 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 would trim me out if i needed to dig off an additional three yeah but yeah but it was it was difficult because this is a really i mean as as far as double albums go this is really solid yeah like, it is it's 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 it has a lot of quality shit on it and um there's there's again there's very little that i would actually call filler there's songs I like more than others, but but not not much in terms of songs that where it's just like 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 immediate throwaways. So yeah, 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 yeah. And um, unfortunately, and you know, I hate saying this, but after this album, things just changed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they you know after this is when you started to get like the the second string Wu Tang albums. Um, some which are better than others, but. Um, but then, yeah, and, and then that second round of Wu Tang albums just weren't as they weren't as good. RZA, RZA stopped kind of leading the charge. He he stopped producing a lot of the the stuff. Yeah, and, so, and then they went outside of the camp a lot more for collaborations and right. you know all of that. So yeah, you know it's definitely different. But yeah, what can you do? Um, all right, well that is Wu Tang Forever. Where you want to go after this? Well, the next album in the the chronological order would be. Um, September 23rd, 2003, uh, Speaker Box and The Love Below. Speaker Box. Now, this one I'm a little conflicted on because it's not exactly a double album. It's, it's, it's two solo albums that were packaged together. Well, yeah, it is two solo albums that were packaged together. Um, you know, uh, the story behind it was that Andre desperately wanted to put out a solo album but the record label wasn't feeling it, yeah. and Big Boy, I guess, caught on that he was working on a solo album. So he ended up coming out with something, and the record label was like, oh, goody, let me put the two together. And at that point, Andre just wanted to give away his album. <laughs> um, but the record label pushed, and uh, they ended up coming out with the double album. And uh, lo and behold, it ends up becoming the uh, first hip-hop Grammy album of the year. Well, yeah, And just... Uh, went on to uh, create a lot of success for Outkast. Like, Outkast was already a pretty well-known group, but they shot into the stratosphere after this album. They really did. They really yeah. did. Um, uh, it's two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, you know, it was it was boosted by by Hey Ya. Uh, hey Ya. That that was that was a huge, 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 huge mainstream yeah. top forty hit. Like like across all genres, people loved that song. Yeah, that song was it was weird because that song was number one in the country for like three months, and number two in the country was the way you move. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they flip flopped at one point, and then you know, but those two songs just just blew them up. Yeah, and you know the 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 sad part of it it was you know they only put out one more album as a group after this. Uh, yeah. 
and and uh so like they could have maybe even reached higher heights in terms of popularity but they kind of they you know they called it quits yeah but i but I, and i think this album was the, really it was the start of that i mean at this point they were they were clearly growing apart and so yeah you have, yeah you have and, two albums here. and i remember at the time so many magazines uh kind of uh worked uh articles based off of how different they are how they don't even seem to be friends anymore mm -hmm. and all of this and then of course late for years and probably still you get the question of will they ever get back together and you know for any cheap article big boy can go on about how much money they lost as a group because mm -hmm. andre didn't want to tour uh andre was offered um a uh, advertising deal for uh hey uh, uh from kodak actually excuse me polaroid you know shake it like a polaroid right but he turned it down <laughs> <laughs> you know all of these things that they could have done but andre wasn't interested yeah so but to this day um big boy has released what three solo albums three solo albums in the collaboration with phantom that's right uh big grams yeah. and andre has released Guest uh, verses. Guest verses. Once every five years, like Haley's Comet. Yes, and I'm not holding my breath for a solo album, no. but <laughs> we can only hope. Yeah. You know, you know, get a wish and, uh, you know, your next birthday cake, blow yeah. out the candles and hope for an Andre album, but uh, don't waste it on that. <laughs> All right. Um, so as far as filler, what did you think about in terms of insert? What did you... Uh, I, 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 I would say that I'm probably one of the bigger outcast stands that are out there. Uh -huh. um, you know, a lot of my friends who are fairly hardcore outcast fans at the time were just saying, hey, you know, I don't know what Andre's doing, but I'm not I'm not down with it. Mm. Um, and me, I have probably listened to uh, Love Below more times than anybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've probably forced a couple tracks mm -hmm. uh, over the years, but when it came to this task, um, I took, I sat down and I looked at the actual 28 songs. Um, I took out the interludes and said to myself, out of those 28, between the two albums, the double disc album, yeah. um, I had to take off 11. 11 total. 11 total Not songs. Not including interludes. Not including interludes. Okay, so, so so I kept seventeen songs out of the twenty-eight songs. Okay, and and how does that break down in in terms of the albums? Oh, you want me to count? Um, I I would say it's about it favors uh, Big Boy. Uh, he had less songs that I had to cut. Okay, yeah, he definitely had less songs that I had to cut. Okay, and so which songs did you did you did you? denote as filler as far as um speaker box i took off uh war hmm. it was a short song and it just his, his lyrics for that seemed to be all over the place for me and it didn't really catch me when would we all awake about this dream come here and smell the folders the soul of the human beings man acting as if he was the supreme being talking the soul submit out like he would g-o-d and w-a-r-a there'll be no tomorrow but sorrow and horror will follow the hollow hearts battle for dollars politicians modern day magicians positions of death for health care for poor health who making us ill they making us kill it's making me spill my gut chill big lay in a cut for what i refuse to sit in the back seat and get handled like i do nothing all day but sit around watch the cartoon channel i rap about the presidential election and the scandal 
channel that follow it. And we all watch the nation as it's swallowing and chalked it up. Basically, America, you got fucked. The media shut them job, now we stuck. Uh, knowing, which is probably wow. the only, uh, Actually, no. One of two songs that Andre's on on Speaker Box, even though he's not rapping on Speaker Box. Right. Um, you know, he's doing the hook for that. Church and bust. Okay, well, I I kept all of those. Um, <laughs> and and then what about what about uh, love below? For love below, um, I kept. I mean, I I dropped uh, vibrate. I liked vibrate, but and, you know, I had to take something off. Mm-hmm. Um, she's alive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it it, it was. All of these songs basically were in the middle for me, but I said if I had to trim, I would trim these. Yeah, she's alive. Like, I like the music and I like the subject matter, but it essentially ends up being snippets of his mom talking, and yeah. and, and a hook. Um, yeah, yeah. Like like he like he sings a little bit in the beginning, like 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 he has a verse, and then it's and it's like he has one verse, and then the rest of it is snippets in 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 in, in chorus. He always wanted to be a father, but he never took care of you. He didn't have no money, he didn't have nothing. How can you care about somebody and you never did the welfare of them? Yeah, I, I also I also put that on my list to cut. Um, love hater. Mm. Yeah, I took that off. I that was in the middle for me too. Um, and uh, behold a lady. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was on my list too. Um, uh, I, I just felt like that beat is kind of weak. Yeah. Spread. Wow. Yeah. I fuck with spread. I love spread. <laughs> I got an eye out for shit that cries out passionately. Who do things backwardly, forwardly, horizontally. I'm too young to be settling down. Quick to change my mind tomorrow. So now can I borrow your timid torso? More so than your soul. And it's me, gotta be how I roll. Fuck the rhythm, tuck the rhythm. Under your bosom, you're the prism. Charlottism was the first. Let's rehearse. Making a baby, putting your order. I'm on a baby daughter. Dance on the tip of my tongue. Shake the clouds and truth. There's no more wetness in them. Tell your home girls that you will send them. From 3,000 hard. Don't want to make you feel strange, but don't let these words be in vain. So Dracula's Wedding. Okay. The song with Khalees. Yeah. Um, and uh, Love and War. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. I mean, 
there are definitely some songs on uh, Love Below that I like a lot. And another thing about uh, um, Love Below is um, even though I've probably not played Hey ya as much as certain people, I've played that uh, two and a half minute song with Nora Jones more than anybody you know. <laughs> really? Okay. That, that actually that actually made my list to cut. Yeah, I figured it would have. <laughs> to, take off your, to take off your cool. I mean, yeah. it's not bad. It just, I don't. It's I don't know. It's a little too soft and slow for me. I guess. I don't listen to it. I just skip it. So, <laughs> I listen so to it every damn time. <laughs> so I would take that off. So for me, um, again, I counted interludes. Um, but so off of uh, Speaker Box, off of Speaker Box, I think the the only full length song that I cut was uh, Tomb of the Boom, which I yeah I know. Fourth and goal. Should I take the three point field goal for the score? Or should I roll? I'm take the ball up the middle. The gut. The what? The hole. Cranium overload overload. Now we got seven more points on the board for show. B I T B O I B O Y. I think he's blessing me, excelling in harmonious melody. Boy, we got the recipe like ragu. It's in there. Giving you some of the best of me. Play a pimp, gangster, poet. We gon' spit it. We gon' show it to your ass. You're a champion. Were my dad's last words before he passed. But I know one day we will once more cross paths. Say, big boy, can you pull it off without your nigga drink? I say, people stop the madness. Me and Drake, we okay. Outcast, self therapy to sell division. We didn't split it down the middle so you can see both divisions been spitting damn near 10 years. Why the fuck would we be quitting? Fuck, <laughs> But um, the beat is just, it's a little too monotonous for me. Uh, I feel like, and, and it's a five minute record. If it was a shorter record, I might have. I, I, I liked it. it and I was considering cutting it because it was so long. Yeah. Because they even sound tired at some point. Right. Just yeah. <laughs> just driving. You know, all that time, but um, I I liked it. I was considering I had did the cuts that I did. I was considering cutting that, and I was considering flip flop rock. Okay. But I liked Big Boy's verses too much on flip flop to to take that off. Okay. So, so yeah, and yeah, for me, everything else on that on on speaker box, um, that I would cut is is the interludes. There's just interludes like there's an, there's like a two minute interlude. So there's a two minute interlude before Tomb of the Boom with the same beat, yeah. but it's it's his uh, son Bamboo yeah. on it. So I would I would cut that. Uh, I'll cut the intro to the album. Um, there's a couple interludes where it's just somebody talking or whatever. I'll cut those, and then there's like kind of like a uh, 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 the song Bowtie has like a, what they call a postlude where it's basically just like the same beat, but it yeah. kind of it kind of it's like a half half minute thing. Right. So. For me, that was like 11 minutes out of the 57 on that album. So it was like 19% okay. on speaker on speaker box. On Love Below, I would get rid of uh, the Good Day, Good Sir interlude, which is just him and uh, Fonsworth, Fonsworth Bentley. Bentley talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Behold a Lady, which I already, I already mentioned. Uh, She's Alive. Um, the uh, My Favorite Things instrumental, which I, 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 don't, I don't dislike it. 
But I, I, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. But 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 if I'm gonna cut something, you know, I'm, I'm, I might as well cut the instrumental. Like it wasn't to me. It wasn't dope enough to 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 keep it. Wow. But 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 I don't, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. <laughs> He's showing his artistic range. Sure. But again, <laughs> you know, if we're talking about cutting shit, I'm cutting that one. Uh. Um. And then and then uh, I take off your cool. I I just it's 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 okay. Just but I don't I don't really care for it that much. Hmm. Um. So that was that's 18 minutes out of 79 minutes on that album, which is you know again that's that's 22 minutes longer than Speaker Box. Um. So that 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 ended up at twenty three percent. I had thirty nine percent. Wow. Yeah, yeah, sixty one percent. I would have kept. Um, you know, definitely not my favorite Outcast album. No. But if they did an album together and Andre wanted to explore singing some more, I would have taken the seventeen tracks that I uh, picked, and and uh, gone with that. It probably would have ended up being another long album, which I felt that Stankonia was and you know because of the interludes mostly but um I think it would have been a good album um I don't think it would have been one of their classics but you know um but yeah 17 tracks for me yeah and it's it's um yeah so I so I guess the total for me of track the total number of tracks for me was what 29 I think yeah no no I'm fucking up that's minutes that's not that's not your number of tracks, <laughs> um, but yeah, whatever. Anyway, o- overall, the album um, I had uh, like 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 counting both albums, it was like it was like twenty two percent. Okay, so, okay. And I I didn't I didn't do a, the 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 single disc thing for this one just because it's to, again to me it's two albums, so I wouldn't really yeah definitely it, it, it doesn't feel right to do that. Okay. Um. And uh, next up, um, a year later. November thirtieth, two thousand and four. You have Nas Streets Disciple. Uh, uh, so this was, and please check me if I'm wrong. I believe this was his seventh studio album, not yes. counting the lost tapes. Yes, it was his seventh. Um, it's an hour and twenty seven minutes, um, which is not long. So that's that's. Um, I mean, compared to other double albums, an hour and twenty seven minutes isn't that long. That's eighty seven minutes. That's basically you only have to cut like. 13 minutes from it to make it a, a single disc yeah so that's like that's like maybe three or four tracks you can just get rid of to make it a, a single disc um so so why make it a double um i think at, at this point i think this is where the double album as a trend became uh, bec- comes into play yeah i totally agree i think it, it that definitely had to have been it and him thinking to challenge himself on that and saying yeah i could do it too you know yeah yeah and, and this is an album that i believe because I remember reading online about this album and the making of it and what have you. This this album went back and forth because I remember at one point it was going to be a double album, and then at at some point they had scrapped that and said no, we're just going to make it a single disc. But then they they flipped back into making it a double album, hmm. and I really wish they had gone with the single disc. Whoa. Um, well, okay, so we'll, 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 we'll get into that. But but yeah, I mean this again, just by the sheer number of minutes, this very easily could have been a single disc record. So. The thing, the thing that's funny uh, about Streets Disciple to me is that Nas is Nas is not an artist known for quality control. He, he's he's somebody who you know a lot a lot of times he will leave his best songs off of an album. And uh, lost tapes one and two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, there's no two. There there's there's been rumored a, a a two has been rumored for like 
10 years or oh, 15 yeah. two years. Oh, yeah, never but, did come out, that's right. But, yeah, there is, they're yeah. technically, they're, yeah. not technically, there is no Lost Tapes 2. Um, but it's out there. <laughs> well, like Machiavelli 8, that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, kind of. But, like um... <laughs> But but I mean he could he could probably have like five volumes of lost tapes. He had Nas has a ton of unreleased material. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so an artist like that making a double album is a little odd to me. It's like, you know, if you're already not known for having the best quality control, and you put out an, a, a double album. So, uh, as far as the filler ratio for me, um, it was, uh, thirty two minutes out of the eighty seven minutes. I, I call it, I, wow. I count it as filler. So that's wow. that's thirty seven percent. So you don't need to cut this to a single. I, I don't. I don't. I already have. I already have the single disc. And as a matter of fact, I made a single disc version of this album. Um, <laughs> like I, I think I still have it in the case actually because I, I burned it to a disc. Jeez, man. That's what I would play. I would play the single disc version that I made. Half an hour. Um. So yeah, that's that's thirty seven percent. That's very high. That's okay. pretty high. Okay. Do tell. So, Get so, specific. So the songs that I chose to get rid of were one was the the two minute intro. Um, I just didn't feel like it was supposed to set up the album, but it didn't. I don't think it it didn't quite work. It's it's Nas acting again, but it's actually <laughs> decent acting this time. But it just doesn't. It's just him like having like a one way conversation. It's just kind of I I just didn't need it. Um, okay. And then American Way, produced by Q Tip. Which that, that was on my list. Disappointingly produced by Q-Tip. Q-Tip is one of the best producers in rap music. And this is an, a song where he basically sampled Atomic Dog. And it's just like, word? Up in the steam room, chilling, exfoliating the skin. Israeli men, conversating on ends. Probably businessmen. I sense good taste. And they watch us. This spot's an expensive place. Manhattan, New York. I'm trying to keep steaming. It's good for the lungs. Had plans for the evening. This man leans in. His boy's laughing. Now I'm the spokesperson for black men. This always happens. Says all black women care about us who got dough. And all we do is call them either bitch or a black hoe. I say first brother, you ain't got to be that cold. Since you ignorant, I'ma show you how the facts go. The biggest examples the scandal of history were Monica Lewinsky or Donald Trump's pimping spree. Most women who love Givenchy or Gucci are pretentious non-black groupies or floozies. But who are we to blame? Not the dames. It's a man-made game and all lessons are women the same. Beautiful creatures, black girls birth to earth. So they deserve the Hermes purse. Matter of fact, I'm about to go shopping with my dime. Catch you, like Calvin, the next yeah. time. Next I, I don't know. It, I don't it know. really didn't work. I don't know what happened with that. Like, I was happy to see Q-Tip producing for Nas again, but but this is not what I expected at all. Mm. Um, and then uh, Rest of My Life with A. Marie, I chose. Um, this is a song. It, it has has sort of an un- unorthodox beat. A, a lot of this album, this album is very interesting musically. I will say that. It's there's a lot of like live things, a lot, a lot of like live instruments, a lot of beat changes. They they're definitely in a zone and trying different things, but and you know that works sometimes and sometimes not. Yeah, we all plan to get rich, but it's all about how it's executed. Lexus cooped it, baguettes from cubics might have been stupid, but I got far from 26 bars to 10 LPs. What could him tell me of them or y'all? I'm not. On a track that's unorthodox, like my life could have been off by the cops. Told y'all, Nas will prevail by the book when it's up for sale about the rest. Um, but that album, is, that beat, that song is just a little too off kilter for me, so I didn't, I, I would get rid of that one. Okay. Um, you know my style. I, I, I chose to cut. Um. This is basically a, a remake of Run DMC's Jam Master J from their first album. 
And it's just, it's, 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 to me, it's more of a mixtape cut. And I think it was released well, well before the album came out. So that one, I'm happy to just leave as like a mixtape radio cut. I didn't, I didn't really need it on the album. Um, and then Suicide Bounce, the first song on the second disc with Busta Rhymes on the hook. That beat is just, oh, it's terrible. It's yeah. awful. It's, it's, it's fucking awful. It's awful. Is that bad? And I think Nas, I think Nas produced that one himself. I, and, I, yeah, I think and, so. And uh, it shows. Mm. Um, like, I, I appreciate that he tried something different, but it, it sounds really bad. That beat uh, just sounds like farting elephants. I don't know. Camouflage and black hoods and dump clips. Cause real niggas die for dumb shit. Camouflage and black hoods and dump clips. Cause real niggas die for dumb shit. Like this. Come on. Dance. Suck on. Suicide. Bounce. Yeah. Come on. Ice whips. Cash. Yeah. Nigga. Yeah. Bounce. Farty. Farting, farting elephants. Yes, um, I just made that up. Um, oh my god! And then um, I also chose a UBR, the unauthorized biography of Rakim. Um, I like that though. I, I like that he did it. I love that he did it. It's really dope that he did that. That he paid tribute to one of his idols, or you know, and someone who, who people people said he was he was fashioned after. I I think that's dope. I think that's really that's really dope. And um. I think KRS One made a unauthorized biography of Nas. I think, like, like, like as a tribute to Nas, paying tribute to Rakim. I feel uh, like. Well, I mean, I know that he said at the end of the song he was going to do. He, he was going to do one about KRS One. Uh, what I know, he's never done it. He, he didn't. But yeah, I never knew about that. I, I think, I think that happened. I could, I could be, that I could be imagining that. Maybe in my dream that happened. But, <laughs> but anyway, that was that was um. So, so I really love that he did the song. I give him ultimate respect for that. But the execution just left a lot to be desired. The beat is like a lazy... I, I think Nas produced this himself as well. Uh, this is basically just like a lazy retread of one of their songs. But it, it, just, it, it just... It was just... Ex and, and, and Nas sounds really lazy on it as well. Unfortunately. EPMD put a record out was dope. Tension spread. And I quote, and I quote, smack me and I smack you back. Sounded like the answer to the I ain't no joke track. For a second, they ain't look good. Little tension buzzing from Wildlands to Brentwood. Misunderstood or forgot at 16 when I met Freddie Fox. Toting, burners, the whole coast most concerned was how was Rakim's flow made Christians convert with Islamic ways. Let the rhythm hit him with the third LP. A sophisticated mean one. Before similar voices with King's son, a few others, but sooner or later, the game was Ra's kingdom. At 16, some was watching him, mesmerized, respect not jocking him. It was so amazing, besides, he came on the stage with um, so, so that one I cut. Um, the makings of a perfect bitch has to go. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, you're serious. That, that um, I don't like the beat. I don't like the song title. I don't like... The, it's 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 a weird it's a weird topic. He's basically talking about like he's on some Doctor Frankenstein shit, talking about the the parts he would put together to make the perfect woman. It's just really it's it's I get what he's trying to do, but it's really weird. Put them together, that's a genius, a slut and a chef, holding the scalpel while cutting the flesh, heavy bleeding, so I need suction. It's such a mess. If she survives, she'll be sucking me next. Dark nipples on a D cup breast, so I can titty fuck while she do my taxes for the IRS. So I could just relax shit by now I'm blessed. 
I'm her daddy, I'm her messiah, I'm God Cause I injected obedience and loyalty in her heart Know you mad cause you with a bitch to nag you to death I smack mine on the ass and she breathe <laughs> um, that, that That was borderline for me, but I kept it Um I also uh want also would cut no one else in the room featuring Maxwell. I kept that too. Um, just a little, a, leaned a little too hard in the the R and B direction for me. But um, that shows his variance. There's, there's there's other songs that show his variance that I that I kept. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> um, I kept Reason, which is is sort of it has more of an R and B flavor to it. I kept that. I kept Getting Married. I kept uh, War. Those are all songs that have R and B flavor. Yeah, it's a rough war, but but um, wow, I I, I fucks with war. Um, mm. but yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no one else in the room. I'm cutting. Um, me and you, the song dedicated to his daughter. Is he, I took that off where too. he's he's singing to his daughter, heartfelt. But you know, I part of me wanted to keep it, but I just said no, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, I would, yeah, that's like that's you know something you record to give to your daughter privately, but like the rest of us don't really don't really need to hear it. But it's you know it's heartfelt. But yeah, no, no, thank you. Mm. Um, so yeah, so that's that's my that's my cuts. That's what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine cuts that I'll get rid of. Okay, so that wasn't so bad. I I I cut off seven. Um, I uh, so I kept sixteen tracks. Uh, mine were American Way, yeah, Disciple, the beat I thought was just garbage. Oh man, so okay. So here's the thing about Disciple, and actually on my single disc. So have you heard the original version of Disciple? Nope. Okay. So so Disciple is the track that that sort of mimics um, um, "Road to the Riches" mm-hmm. by Cool G Rap, right? Mm-hmm. And he and he even mentions Cool G Rap in the song. The original version of the song has like a Billy Joel sample that they had to get rid of. Okay. So from that perspective, you know, I I. I still like the the song as it is on the album, but I think I like the original version a lot more. So, like on my single disc version, I replaced it with the original record. Okay. So, but yeah, so so I kind of I, I still like it, but I understand. It. Okay. Yeah, because okay. It, the beat was s- sort of neutered from what it originally was meant to be. Any line of paramas could bring any drama anytime the city's my nines. It's like love undying, money's my bitch at Thug's Mansion. Thug's dancing around and fly shit. Farragamas, Prada's Egyptian camelback riders. Pyramid architects, Perion bottles. Money, jury, want me to come get me. Hit me, but don't miss me. You history, land floating around like a frisbee. Italian dance from Sicily, kiss me. This ain't 50, this ain't Jigger, this ain't Diddy, this ain't pretty. Pain, power, pussy, and pistols. Lyrically, no one, hold none near me. Hear me, kids cheer me like the count of Monte Cristo. Steady pounder sounding like G without the list though. My big bro told me plain and simple. Nines do not look back. Watch where you took rap, no book bags and trucker hats. Just army jacks and diamonds is flashing. What the fuck is that? Freestyle. Disciple, disciple, streets, disciple, streets, disciple, streets, disciple, streets, disciple, streets, disciple, streets, disciple. Well, I took that out. Um, I, I. I, I I got to a fork in the road with bridging the bridging the gap. Mm. I liked what he was doing. I liked the concept of having his father on there, but the switch up of the beat just kind of threw me off. What switch up? Um. Well, they switched the music up when they got to the chorus from when he was flowing, and it was kind of like, 
Um, like, 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 like the keys they come in or. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's like if you're just listening to it in, in your headphones or you're at a bar or whatever, you're kind of like following this and then not, you know, it, it just flips back and forth a little too much for me. I can't say that I hate the track, yeah. but I it, gotta delete something. <laughs> the the drums on that on that song are strong enough for me to keep it. Okay, like just 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 on the strength of the drums alone. Okay, um, but I do like that that he you know did a, did, did did another record with his father. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and and you know, and it's it's about his father, and and so yeah, I and again the the drums were were hard enough were were just strong enough that I would just keep it just based on that alone. But but I, I like it overall. Okay. Yeah. I also took off War. I also took off Me and You. Well, rest- well again, I liked War. I'm, I'm, oh, you, I'm, you I'm, didn't like. I, I, you didn't I like, like War. War. Yeah. War. I think War is dope. It reminds me of like being downtown Chicago on Christmas. <laughs> it just it just has that that vibe to it. Nine four, destiny opens her eyes for the first time. Praise God, baby mom's crime. Plan to be a strong black family, but we both were too young, too strong, too much flashing. Newcomer called verbal assassin, running with nothing but the worst type, worst fight. When we brought my baby home the first night, cursed like sailors, burst out the crib raging in my new car bought from entertainment, champagne and gaining clout fast. Whip blasted, this bitch just passed in the club, hugged up, stupid ass, grabbed the bottle ponytail, never disrespect. Me. I'm a street vet, regret the sex, but not Jesse. Move back to your grandma. I'm single, the land's mine. She keeps the bins. I'm all in the streets again, squeezing the pen, released again. Chart toppers, hard bottom, bless the feet. Now, less baby mom problems. New woman, she's great. This a different world. Checking out my wife's chemistry with my little girl. It's so amazing playing. Life is so crazy. I'm grown up and thankful for lessons God gave me. took that out me and you rest of my life in style so i had 16 out of the uh, 23 actual songs okay um which of course would make a full album uh for me yeah um i think that out of the uh, double albums that we've mentioned so far he definitely ends up with having one of the stronger ones really in my eyes um, because he was pretty varied on the music. He was pretty varied on the topics. Um, you know, I did keep no one else. So I feel that, um, it was really varied. Whereas some of the other double albums that are out there, um, like one we didn't mention life after death, I felt was a bit redundant as far as some of the things that were touched on. What were your so so for me this is this has the high the highest filler ratio of, of all the albums that we evaluated. <laughs> um well well it, it has well I, I it it has one percent less filler than another album that I'll quickly mention. But um actually I'll mention it after this. His rival Jay Z. Okay. Uh Blueprint two. Now you didn't get a chance to listen to Blueprint two, but I'll like very briefly just say that Blueprint Two had a thirty-eight percent filler ratio for me. Jeez. Um, now, and, and and I'm a much bigger fan of Nas than I am of Jay Z. No to kidding. Me, neither one of these albums, neither one of these albums needed to be a double. Yeah. Like, and okay. and I think these are two of the I think these are two of the weakest double albums. Um, Blueprint Two just has like there's rehash. There's the terrible Bonnie and Clyde single, which is which is rehash in itself. Um, yeah, they they really scared me from listening to this, <laughs> and you know, yeah. I was just like, I can't. I, I think even Jay Z admits that he that that shouldn't have been a double album, yeah, and man. they put out the two point uh, one, the, the two point one, not too long after that, where they cut it. 
Um, so yeah, that was, that was, that, again, I think that was a case of like ego where it's just like, you know, um, everyone else is doing it. You, you can't be a big dog. You can't be a king if you don't have a double album. So here's my double album. And yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, so yeah, I would, I wouldn't say Street Disciple is one of the stronger double albums. And, and again, that's coming from a huge Nas fan. I just felt like, um, and, and, and the song, the song that didn't make the album that it really upset me was, um, Serious featuring AZ. I don't know if you've ever uh, heard of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Serious yeah. was, should have been on this album and it didn't make yeah, the album. Yeah, that song was sick. Yeah. It's serious. I remember that. <laughs> yes. Check my track record. Respect is my black Lexus. Expect me to act reckless. I'm rich and I'm ass naked. On me, quit half leopard. My drinks in my glass separate. I'm rolling. I had breakfast. I stroll through my last message like, niggas can't be serious. Never that Libby shit. Shit, I'm mysterious. Move mystique on them. The doses increase on them. You ghost if you sleep on them. No joke on my peak storm. And them cars, they coming heavy. The guard of the seven Getty. I charge with a large machete. And cars for your star. Belly like, uh, you should have known I was serious. Still the prettiest point blank period. Feeding while alligators on swamps, got miles and acres, no cough. Whether it's freestyle or written down on paper, so far I've been down for maybe a decade. I'm still the rawest plus weight. And Farragamas, cause the made jerry's on us. Garments, fly apartments, they bug and say Nostradamus. This wasn't one of my hardest, so over a mill regardless. Cheer with them hard looks. I spark clips if you blow the Muslim, five or six, got a crip. And so again, that that's that's a cut where you could easily like Again, you could take off like like I took off thirty what thirty you said about two minutes yeah. thirty two minutes so fifty five minutes so album. It's fifty five minute and then if you add that song you got almost an hour that's okay. that's yeah. it's a good strong album it's a strong album yeah um so oh so like light, light after death like like did you do like a, a filler ratio on that one um well I looked at it and I started taking out so I thought we were originally gonna do it but we. You know, we talked figured, about it a lot on the, the yeah the we, we 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 talked about it a little too much so we didn't really want to go too much into it but yeah. what I can tell you let me just get to what I wrote yeah I would say out of what is about twenty five tracks I had to take about uh, seven or eight out okay yeah it, and even with some of the songs that I kept I was just like I feel like I gotta kind of keep this. Because even when I first heard the album, some of the tracks that I did not like were uh, people that were guesting on the album. I felt mm-hmm. that he did his thing on most of the solo cuts, but some of the guests on there seemed like they were doing it just to fill out the album. So, like, the track with the locks, I just felt like that was a waste. Yeah, I don't like that song at all. Yeah. And that's produced by Havoc. Yeah. It's surprising. Can I live to my last day? Hitting honeys that be nasty. Getting money in the fast way. And I only care halfway. But I still can't let you pass me. Can I live to my last day? Hitting honeys that be nasty. Getting money in the fast way. And I only care halfway. But I still can't let you pass me. A, a track with Jay-Z. I felt like it was a waste. Yeah, I don't like that one either. You know, um... That's, I, um... I love the dough. I love the dough, yeah. You know, Featuring Angela Winbush. Yes. I'm popping magnums while jigging back something. Watch platinum, got jet lag from. 
lights back and forth, pop corks of the best grapes, make the best CDs and the best tapes, don't forget the vinyl, take girls, break spinals, Biggie B, Richie like Lionel, shit, you seen the Jesus, dip the H classes, ice project off life. So, you know, of course, player hit it was cuttable. I yep. Mean, I don't think I need to tell you that. Nope. <laughs> but... You know, there there definitely was a lot of stuff that could have been cut out. And the first time I heard that album was on a single CD. Somebody, I guess, copied it off mm-hmm. of somebody else and said, yeah, we just cut out all the filler and put it on here. <laughs> right. You can listen to it. And this was probably a couple of weeks after he died. Or maybe, yeah, this was, yeah, the album came out a couple of weeks after he died. This was probably a day after the album came out, I okay. say. Okay. Um, but... The album was fairly strong, but it did have points where it was uh, kind of redundant. <laughs> yeah, I, I would cut eight songs off the album, um, which which was about, uh, I had like a 35% filler ratio for this album. Yeah. Um, which again, this, this Street Disciple and Blueprint 2 are like neck and neck in terms of the amount of filler for me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I just... Although I was surprised to, well, maybe I'm not not surprised to learn that most of the song, like I had five songs off the second disc I would get rid of, and three off the off the first. Okay. And and the three songs off the first album are all like three in a row. Okay. Uh, like uh, uh, fuck you tonight, which I which I know you like. Of course, um, man. But I, but shit. I don't need smooth. It. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> smooth shit. Um, uh, uh, last day with the locks, which you mentioned, and and um, uh, the Jay Z track, I love the dough. Like all three of those are together. That's five, six, and seven. I'll get rid of all three of those. I took off Last Day, Player Hater, Nasty Boy, uh, World is Filled. Um I like that one. My Downfall. I, like I wanted to like just because DMC was on it, but I didn't like it. Is it because uh, of Puffy? Huh? Is it, is it because of Puffy screaming on it? Uh, I don't know why it is that I don't like it. There was just something about it I didn't like. It's one of my favorites. Jealousy's a motherfucker. You weak, jealous motherfuckers. If you a jealous motherfucker, you just a weak motherfucker. See, when you're on top, motherfuckers just want to bring you down. Motherfuckers don't even know oh. you my dreams still bleed. My marble pops mixed me with Jamaican rum and whiskey. Huh. What a set off. Should've pushed them dead off. Wipe the sweat off. Cause in this world I'm dead off. Squeeze let off. Then sped off. Ain't no shook hands in Brooklyn. Army fatigue. Bring fatigue to enemies. I forced myself to keep more money, more problems on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Me too, kind of. And then, uh, what was it? The the Little, the little Kim uh, collabo, another... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. I, and, I, I and get miss you. I, I, you know, miss you. I don't really like that much either. Yeah. So, like, I out of those, uh, one, two, three, four, five. I named six tracks, but I could have easily added another three. Okay. So. So yeah, we were fairly close on that one, I think. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's life after death. Mm-hmm. And again, go back and listen to our the episode on uh uh follow ups to classic albums if you haven't heard it already. Or if you have heard it already, listen to it again. Why not? Right, right, right. And uh, so our final album, our final double album we're going to talk about is uh, UGK's Underground Kings, which was released uh, August 7th, 2007. Yeah, about 10 years ago. 10 years ago, yeah. Um, wow, it's a long time ago. Um, <laughs> not that long. Well, it doesn't feel like it was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, this was their fifth studio album, uh, yeah. Clocks. In at two hours and nine minutes. Yeah, that's a long one. It's pretty long, pretty long. Um, 
so why make a double album? I think it it had been six years since their previous album mm-hmm. of uh, Dirty Money, and 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 their Dirty Money was like I, I think it was it was delayed like three years. Okay. So, uh, and also you know, uh, Pimp C had just gotten out of prison. He had been in prison for four years. So, you know, that seems to kind of be a trend. Somebody gets out of prison, uh, out of a prison stint, they want to record a lot of music. Yeah, and, you know, if you just had your previous album delayed, you probably were sitting on some things. I'm sure. So, between uh, Pimp C being locked up and then the possibility of sitting on some music, you you definitely probably had your choice of things to put on this album or just throw them all on there. Yeah. Uh, UGK is one of the older like southern one of the older groups in southern hip-hop like they've been around for for a, a very long time mm-hmm. this i think they came out in what 91 maybe well their their first like major album major label album was 91 i believe pocket full of stones yeah pocket full of stones which was that was a classic in chicago people love that fucking song in chicago <laughs> um but no oh 92 was when their first album was when their first official uh jive records album came out in 92 um so they've been around a long time but this album came out as southern hip-hop was was hitting its stride so like ugk had like like they 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 were true to their name they were truly underground for a while and then you know uh big big pimpin came out and that with you know the the the, the uh, uh jay-z record from volume three and and that really like kind of set up public awareness of UGK. It did. It did. And there are people like myself who had heard the name and you know, I was in New York where um Jay Z of course had been a star before he blew up nationwide. And uh hearing that record we were kinda like, How? Why? Who? Mm. And um, you know, just hearing it and hearing Bun spit and then, you know, Pimp C and just be like, Whoa it's a dope record, and they're, they're killing it. So, you know, you definitely were curious after that. I mean, I knew of them, and I had heard, you know, a couple tracks here and there before that, but I wasn't hardcore. Yeah. So, so yeah, it wasn't really until, like, the late, mid to late 2000s. Like, mid 2000s when Southern Hip Hop really started to become super, like, mainstream and became, like, the, the dominant sound or the dominant region in rap music. Yeah. Which it still is today, I would say. Yes. And, um... Yes. And um, so, so this album was timed, you know, you know, came out after after Pimp C's release and after like Southern hip hop became like the de facto standard. So, it they were really poised to blow up off of it. Well, I can tell you, I'm yeah. at about twenty six percent, taking out the interludes. Okay, I'm I'm at. Were there are there interludes on this album? Well, yeah, there's 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 like like a, a couple, I guess. There's an outro. Oh well, I took off. The interludes, I took off the chopped and screwed version of uh, right. International Players Anthem. Yeah. Um so I guess there was those two, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so I, I chose I chose ten songs to delete, which is which ends up being it's like thirty eight minutes out of the one hundred and twenty nine minutes. Jeez, you're you're a frugal. <laughs> so I actually well well, so there's a reason for that and, and, and I'll 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 get to that. Um, okay. So, so that ends up being thirty percent of the of the record. Uh, okay, uh, a little bit more than me. Yeah, and so I mean, even even with that, you still get ninety one minutes. That's a lot. That That's is. a lot of minutes. That is. That um, is. That is. Part of the reason why the number is so high is because the the last three songs on the record are bonus tracks. 
right? So you you already mentioned the Chopped and Screwed Players Anthem, yeah, right, which is like six minutes long, and then the original Players Anthem, which features uh, Three Six Mafia, who produced the track, is is three minutes, and that's yeah. also on there, yeah. And then you got the last song on the on the uh, on, on the album is uh, Hit the Block, which is a a, a joint with featuring Ti, produced by Swiss Beats. And it just it feels out of place to me. I mean, it's a bonus track at the end, so I think they understood that it was out of place. And so uh, that should go hard. <laughs> I, I, I I I didn't need it. I didn't need it. Um, again, it, it's it's not a, it's not a bad song. It's just it it just feels out of place to me. Straight up, PA, short this, the seventh street on the west. A money making machine, nigga. I do it best. Put the cream in the cash by any means. I'm a man, so go get my green out the stash. Go put that beam in your ass, cause I gotta hit the block, count the cash. Hit the cheese, get that dough. Hit the block, count the cash. Hit the cheese, get that dough. Hit the block, count the cash. Hit the cheese, get that dough. Hit the cheese, get that dough. Hit the cheese, get that dough. Uh, I got a leg with a stash. Fine, fine. Put a plastic heater in the glass Not get the cheese, grip the blow Hit the sneeze, hit the throat You're on the knees in the low I make them get down on okay. the um, So that, that, so that's four minutes So right there, that's like The last, the bonus, the three bonus tracks Are are 13 minutes So that adds a lot to it um, And then outside of that I chose, as far as filler uh, The Life Is Life Is 2009 Which is a remake of Two Shorts Life Is Mm-hmm. Uh, which was which features too short and it was produced by Scarface, interestingly, who who did several tracks on this album. Brad, um, Brad Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I just I'm I'm not a fan of remakes in general unless they're just really exceptional. I I just don't really like remakes too much. So I, I, I I've heard you mention that and before. and <laughs> and and to me like like a remake is again like like classic album filler to me. Like it is just it's it's rehash it's retread. And so it's like you, it's like okay, well, well we got to make you know, we got two discs. What are we gonna do? I know. Let's remake such and such. <laughs> so, so I would lose that one. Also, it's called Life is Life is two thousand and nine. This album came out in two thousand and seven. Uh, maybe they, maybe he was foreshadowing. Were they just thinking ahead? I don't like what. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I just. I don't understand that at all. If anyone can explain that to me, I would love. I would love to get an explanation <laughs> as to why this is life is 2009. Um, Space Odyssey. Um, so uh the the next track i chose was grind hard i thought that fell along the lines of being okay not yeah. one of the better tracks but i kept it yeah it just it sounded a little too it's it sounded it sounded more uh new orleans than than port arthur to me so uh, I, I got rid of that one. Take the hood back is another one I I elected to to cut. Um, it just it just has that kind of sort of generic 
mid 2000s synthetic sound i kept it but it, it teetered a bit but i ended yeah. up keeping it and it's like it's almost six minutes long too so it's, it's kind of long Stop and Go is another one that I wanted to cut. I got rid of that. Um, <laughs> that this was produced by Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Chisel. He, he, he had two tracks on there. This was the one that I had to get rid of. Yeah. And it, it sounds like a song that I can't remember, and I'm really mad at myself. It has this, this ding, 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 like xylophone, and I can't remember what song it sounds like. But, yeah, I just, it, it again, it sounds kind of generic. It sounds like this is a record we have to make because this is what people, music sounds like right now. And mm. I didn't like that one. Um, like that, the original, like that. So there's two versions of like that on the album. Um, one is the remix, which sounds a lot more like a UGK track. It's a lot slower. Bitch, come get down on the floor. You ain't getting paid what you're talking it for. All I see is a bunch of one. Need to leave with a pimp time to have some fun. All these niggas is really lame. He's talking to a nigga cause you like the game. Later on, you gon' bite that. Bitch, you know you like that. Choose a pimp. I'm the shit. Check the record. I'm legit. That nigga you with, he kind of fit. He crawling. I'm balling, bitch. Don't get offended when I call you by that pet name. Go deep up in it when I stand Like up that, the original version was a what in the entire fuck moment. Yeah, it, it, that's a, it's a little John cut, and again, it just feels like like very obligatory. Like, okay, well, little John is or was hot, so let's do a little John song, and it just it just it it, it sounds very it just doesn't it doesn't sound like UGK, and I don't think they adapted to it well, and so I'll just get rid of that one. It, it just it just sounds like an obvious attempt at making something contemporary i guess and it just doesn't work bitch gonna get down on the floor you ain't getting paid for what you're trying for all i see is a bunch of ones need to leave with a pimp time to have some fun all these niggas is really lame you're talking to a nigga cause you like the game later on you gonna bite that bitch you know you like that bitch you know you like that bitch you know i like and then that. i also chose next up uh, I kept that too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised by that. It, well, no, I, I don't mean that as an insult. I don't mean that as an insult. But, but what I'm saying, but so this is a song. It, it features with Big Daddy Kane and who else is on it? Cool G Rap. Cool G Rap, right? Which in itself is dope. Like UGK featuring uh, Big Daddy Kane and Cool G Rap. Nice, right? But it's basically a remake of the symphony, and and it is produced by Marley Marr. But it's it's a remake of the symphony that has a weaker beat than a, a weaker beat than the symphony. It's kind of like a watered down version of the original track, um, and so I just I it's, again, it's a remake on a double album. So immediate to me, it's like it immediately goes in the filler pile. So not really a remake. They're not going lyrics. Well, not a lyric. remake, but you know, it's I mean, it it is it's it's a rap remake, right? They're not. It's not not the same lyrics. But uh, a rap remake to me is Lottie Dottie. Lottie Dottie. Yeah. Murr's doing I Used to Love Her. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Not us rhyming over the same beat. Oh, it's a remake. Well, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to call it, it is that. <laughs> Rehash. Sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, so that has to get the boot for me. Um, but I, I like that they did it. I like, I just, I wish they had done like an original song featuring Kane and Cool G Rap. That would have been really dope. Um, I mean, I, I guess yeah, it is an original song, but it's not, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then the outro I would cut, which is just like somebody talking in like a a, a screwed voice. I guess it's Pimp C. I'm not really sure, but mm-hmm. I'll get rid of that. Um, and then and then the the aforementioned uh, players anthem chopped and screwed players anthem original with 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 three six mafia. Although I appreciate that they kept it on there because I believe that's the original song. Yeah, so yeah, to, yeah. To give shout them out to show love to to three six who again who produced but but they produced it so they still got paid anyway regardless. Yeah, yeah. But but um it, it, again in, in terms of the album I don't I don't really need it on there. And then uh, I already mentioned hit the block. So okay, that's that's ten cuts that I would make. And uh, and again, uh, thirty eight minutes, thirty percent. Well, like I said, I was at twenty six percent, so I kept seventy four percent of the album. I would figure my cuts were roughly thirty minutes, so that would still have me at a very long album. Yeah. Um, I cut off cocaine. Yeah. I thought it was a good Bun B verse, but the Rick absence Ross. of a hook, mm. Rick Ross being on it, and Pimp C seemed out out of place. Hmm. Um, or actually, seemed he seemed out of outpaced. I should say. Okay. Um, it, it was just like he 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 wasn't catching up with what they were doing, which sounded pretty weird mm. for me to even think, let alone say. Uh, the bitch being good to me, being bad to my homies, keep it cool with me. I played it by the rules and the regulations. I used to switch cars with the Mexican at the gas station. Mine had money in it, his had to work. After the deal was done, I make my good pussy squirt. Cause after the deal, we would all celebrate. Happy cause it wasn't no jacket in the pride of the straight. I never came with the Funny business. That's why we steady planning jags and dances. Some niggas let the city eat them up. I was just coming up, whipping my pyrex, steady beating it up. I'm a shark with the fork, microwave a pot. I'm gonna hit it with the sprite and make that butter lock. Everything was cool. I was ice cold. Till I let that bitch get up in my nose. Stop and go. Yeah, I took that out. Mm. Like that. I took mm-hmm. that out. Trill. Um, I took that out. What? That that had to be good. Trill? Um Trill niggas don't die. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. I didn't say okay. the whole thing. Okay. I just wrote it. Got it. Um Yeah, I I, I would have kept that one. I didn't. The okay. hook seemed redundant. Um and uh I took out how long can it last? Hmm. Um now and I also took out two types of bitches. Okay. It was a lazy guitar that didn't seem to match the pace of the rapping and the drum machine that they had going on. It was mm. just like the guitar was sitting out on a porch and that drum machine was just cranking out like they were just doing something high paced. And I was just like, really? Mm. These two things just don't belong together. Well, it's big bum beat. I built the track. Track. Thugs with tears in a bitch's back. It ain't nowhere fans of bust with these slush. Just shake your butts and bring back that stack. Stack Mac is back and he's sitting on chrome with a piece of chain on him. A bone, a nugget. nugget. They didn't need him a real live hoe. You ain't ready to roll. It gon' on and fuck it. Stop them duckets. Hoes better recognize. Niggas better recollect. Buff it and regulate. I hit your town. Find me a whole troll. Bleed that bitch dry head to another state. Hold me up. and my brother can't wait when it comes to the bread. Cause we about that cash. Cash. So we can't convince you. We'll Take your sister, hit the highway and man, cause you got bitches that really Now, as far as the tracks that I kept, uh man, it, I really think that um they did some great choices as far as doing their solo cuts, because Candy's smooth. Chrome um Chrome Plated Woman is Smooth, it's not a solo cut. Shattered Dreams, which is Pimp C's solo with Sleepy Brown. I love how Pimp C's aggressive on this. He could be 
you know, when he's in that zone where he's just hitting those marks, da 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 I'll just love hearing him flow like that. He could be rhyming about washing dishes. Mm-hmm. And I'll just be like, yeah, man, just keep flowing. And he's just in that zone. I just love it. You know, there were some other things that were kind of borderline. You know, the hook on gravy um, mm-hmm. where uh, I, I, I liked that because Big Boy used it later on his uh, um, current album in the South. Uh, grind hard I liked and I I really wanted to like a lot more especially since Jazzy Faye uh, I felt that he fumbled with the other track mm-hmm. there were there was a lot of exceptional tracks on here so um, you know I was happy about that and I definitely like the uh, the musical uh, the song intro to the album with Swisher Swisher and Dosha because that that's was, a dope song that is a dope yeah. song that is a dope song. Yes, y'all. Yes, I'm from y'all. the old school. Like MJG and Ball. Like Devin the Dude. I know Short Dog. dog. The real Short Dog. dog. You see me draped in drips. Jump out the whip on Sunset's grip. No, we didn't try. was a great track but it just seemed like at times that that they really i won't say that they had their feelings hurt but because charlie wilson was really going in on the hook it seemed like there was some real feelings off of that i'm sure there were yeah i'm sure there were yeah so like charlie charlie definitely added to that feeling of you know y'all are really hating on us and we don't like that shit yeah <laughs> you know yeah although by this time i mean the, the south was on top but i i imagine there were people who were still not happy about that well i mean there was and even now like there's 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 the south and people think southeast and then there's texas so hmm. like you know there there seems to be that separation in in hip-hop even though there shouldn't be because there's just so much history down there um and people say well the south got big uh in the early 2000s you know ghetto boys were doing their things back in like the late 80s late 80s yeah you know luke was doing his thing in florida they said that because atlanta got big right um that's true you know so southeast and Mm -hmm. even now when you think about the south the first thing you think about is trap music and you know southeast so um, but yeah, I was at 74% on this and, um, you know, I probably could cut a few things to make it a single album. I think I would cut the like that remix. Um, mm. even though I liked uh, shattered dreams, I probably would cut that. Wow. I would cut gravy, uh, grind hard. So those would be some of the tracks that I would cut to slim it down to a solo, um, disc. Okay. So for me, so so again, you have to cut it to, you you have to you have to lose fifty five minutes to make it a a, a single disc. Um, so in addition to the songs that I, the ten songs I already named, I would also get rid of gravy, uh, still riding dirty, uh, cocaine, and two types of bitches. I would get rid of. <laughs> okay. So so that's that's fourteen uh, songs total. I would get rid of. But I, I think overall it was a good album for them. Yeah. Uh, should it have been a double? Mm, I It probably could have been a long... It could have been a, a, a single. I yeah, think. yeah. I mean, being a double didn't hurt them. It 
you know, it wasn't like some of the other things that we just reviewed. Um, for me, because it was at seventy four percent, I would say it's 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 a a a, a passable double album. It could have been a really strong single album. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's our uh, the double albums. So out of all of those, I think for me the best in terms of in ter- definitely in terms of the filler ratio, the best was Wu Tang Forever at sixteen mm. percent. That's an album again. We were talking about making it a single disc. That was really difficult for me to make that a single disc. I really think that's maybe maybe the only. Of, of all the double albums in hip hop I've heard, that that's maybe one where I would say no, you have to keep that a double album. Really, I think that, I think there's enough there's enough quality on there that it it should be a double album. I I would say that uh, Wu Tang Forever and Streets Disciple were neck and neck for me. Wow. Um, if it was a matter of uh, making one of these albums, it had to stay a double album. Uh, you know what? I really don't know. I probably would say both of them. Now again, bear in mind, Streets Disciple is only eighty-seven minutes long, so you only have yeah, to cut. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, cut, like, I did cut too much. So yeah, yeah it, it Wu Tang, I would leave it as a double album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was, I was happy to hear, uh, you know, um, a fair amount of Dirty, old Dirty on there. Yeah, he was what he was. He was locked up or on the run at that time. Mm, when they were doing the promos, because he wasn't in um, the Triumph, Triumph video. video. No. Um, so yeah, I think he was about to be locked up at that time and then he wasn't in anything for, um, the next album, but, um, yeah, yeah. So I would leave that as a double album just because I was happy to hear all of the members getting good portions. Yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, the the track with the highest filler ratio for me on this list was Street's Disciple. Um, and, and I think part of that maybe because, because it's a short album, but actually, no, even it's it's the shortest album, but I actually had the most minutes that I would cut off of it. Uh, most percentage for me cut off was uh, Speaker Box Love Below. Okay, yeah. So, um, you know, that of course, as we said, really was two solo albums, but you know they had to get some cuts on there. So, so yeah, that's uh, where I would sum it up. Okay. Um. So. We would uh, definitely like for you to share your thoughts. Um, you can get in contact with us in several ways. Um, hashtag own no loops on uh, Twitter and also on Facebook. Um, you can contact us on Twitter. I'm at old dirty plaster. O l d i r t y p l a s t e r. And I'm Urkel Modi, and I'm not spelling it anymore. <laughs> Just spell if you know how to spell Urkel, as in Family Matters. <laughs> and then Mo D as in cool Mo D. Yeah. And if you need to Google those things, do. Okay. Um uh we can be reached at um our website, ownnoloops.com. We can be reached at Facebook, just look for own no loops. And you could also find us on um Instagram at own no loops. Um and you can email us ownnoloops at gmail.com. That's right. Um, so you have a lot of ways to get in touch with us. And if you, um, are listening to any of our podcasts and the platform that you're using iTunes or what have you, iTunes, Google music, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. If any of those platforms allows for you to rate us or write a review, please, please do. We or subscribe. Greatly appreciate it. And of course, subscribe so we can pop up in your phone, tablet, computer, whatever, whenever we drop a new episode. Yeah. <clears throat> So, 
Um, again, we appreciate you listening. Um, in parting, I always say, uh, be kind, but be wise and always be on time. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really have any, any, any words of encouragement. Just, uh, stay vigilant, stay alive. And I don't know, fuck the bullshit. <laughs> uh, you know, stay, stay close to your loved ones and your families and all that shit. Cause it's uh, a lot of shit happening. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, stay aware, but don't get caught up in the madness. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So with that, uh, I think it's time to say peace. Peace.